Boom. Welcome to the Everyday Sniper. You got Frank from Snipers. Hi. And I'm coming at you on this, uh, what is it, like Thursday today. Thursday. Supposed to snow here in Denver overnight tonight. So we're supposed to get our first snow of the season, which is good. A little early. I mean, it's not early, early, but it's a little early. So not too bad with that. But I got guys coming in from Alaska. They're like, what do you say, minus 12 and snow or something? I don't know how cold it was. It was it was super cold, and they're zeroing. Uh, James and Lonnie coming down uh, to shoot a little bit of ELR with me. Uh, range is set up. Nice. We got targets. If you go from um, my 100-yard line, targets every 100 yards to 1825. So I have the 15, 16, 17, 80, and then 1825. So we'll probably use that. And I was actually just talking with Way the yesterday. It was yesterday. Um about some ELR stuff cuz he was curious with the like the Normas, the uh PRCs and things like that. And with some ELR things, and what I was explaining to him what I'm going to do is right now like the 16 and the mile aren't bad. The 16's a little flat. The mile is a tick flat, but not awful. A little bit of a, a of a hill, but the fifteen is really good to see. It's got a great backdrop to it. It's visual. It's got a good berm, not a berm, but a, a good ground behind it and around it. So I'm gonna set up multiple targets at fifteen hundred and create. Well, I'm, I'm calling them labs. I don't know. They're basically, it's to give you multiple target options, like a bigger, a medium, and a small, and allowing you to fine tune and look at your hits in a different way. You know what I mean? So I talk about big, medium, and small and coming down the row that way all the time. And so I'm going to do that at 1,500. And so Chris and I were talking yesterday about like 2,000 yards And I was saying, well, listen, what we could do is just back up and make 1,500, 2,000. We'd only have to go 500 yards behind us. And if I back up on my range, that 1,825 can become 2,950. So I got plenty of room to back up. You know what I mean? So if I make 1,500, which I think 1,500 is a good range, and the location is almost dead at 1,500. It's like right on the money. Um so that's a good spot. And that way there, we can look at some of these calibers. Like he wants to look at the rum. I have the PRCs, the, uh, not the rum. I'm thinking of Lonnie coming down. Uh, anyway, I look at the uh, 300 PRCs and the 6.5s and to look at the different effects and what we're doing. Plus, on top of that, we're talking about basically coming out. And this has been done a lot. It's not new or anything like that. But coming out... And cold boring it kind of thing and ranging cold boring and ranging cold boring. And, and, you know, I noticed like this was like one of the cool things of having Chris out there is, you know, we're, he's like, hey, want to go to the range? I want to look at this load and I want to do this. I said, yeah, I got to do the load on the Valkyrie and, and I'm, I'm looking at that. And, you know, so it was like, okay, we're going to the range. We got something we need to do. Well, then he walks over. Uh. And he pops his pistol out, and he has, like, one of those little uh, SIG 365s with a bigger um, grip. And and he's like, hey, I got this. And he's like, pop, 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 and he does some handgun. And then I, I sort of notice, like, he does rifle, rifle, rifle. He walks over, and he does, like, two mags of handgun. So I'm like, okay, so start grabbing some 
rifle uh, pistol and brought mine out and it's like you go over and it's it, we're I so terrible at it you know what I mean as far as like keeping up with my handgun I'm, I'm not very good uh doing that so bringing it just to the range and then going up and having that plate right there boom 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 nice boom 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 nice okay cool and then doing that every time you go to the range you know what I mean so now we're going to expand that to the ELR and probably look at doing that with the ELR and kind of see what results we come up with in terms of uh, the normas and the PRCs and things like that. So it's it, it it's weird. It's it's being well rounded. You know what I mean? It's kind of that universal, well rounded. Oh, nature. I just remembered too. A uh, well rounded nature of that stuff i gotta answer questions with you guys and that's what i meant to somebody did ask them and let me go in and get them so yes um don't let me forget remind me but anyway um so yeah so it's it's little it's going to the range with purpose i guess is the question and do you go to the range to say hey i need to get out of the house fuck this you know like a golf game and just go to clear your head or do you go with a purpose? Are you going with some reasons and saying, you know, this, this, and this? I, I need to accomplish this, this, and this. Like, we're at a point now, a lot of, uh, it's like we're accomplishing things. It's like, hey, we got to go and check this. We got to go and look at that, you know, and and we're doing a lot of that stuff. But also, like with me, I'm low development right now. I'm really in a good spot. I do think I'm going to tune it. It, like I did that one and I had some of his brass and my brass and squirrel. And I do think I'm going to tune that load with a, a tuner on the Valk. Um, I may do it this weekend a little bit and see how it goes. But I do think I'm going to tune that load up a little. It's not bad, but I do think it should be better. But my my numbers are pretty consistent. I ended up getting a better scale. And um, I'm going to get back to ELR in a minute, but I ended up getting a better scale because my scale was hanging. I noticed with that CFE powder, I'm being a lot more careful with it because it it's like you'll drop on the trickle. It's like trickle and it don't move, you know? So it's like, oh, wait a minute. And, and I got a pretty good scale now, but the other ones, the digitals weren't really working. And it, it's going like a, a, a 0.05, a 0.0, you know, point. It, it, it's jumping on me and I'm, I'm like so I'm being a little bit more careful so what you got to do is kind of trickle it pull the pan reshake it drop it back down and check it that way um so I'm noticing a little finicky on that light 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 powder doesn't get the weight right you know but uh anyway the ELR thing same same thing we're going out with a purpose you know some people go out for load development just like I said you're going out for low, low, load development the Alaska guys coming down to shoot ELR, I mean, they're bringing very few rounds. They're going out to proof their stuff like a comp. You know what I mean? They come down, they have just enough rounds for like a comp. And if they treat it like a comp, but with a learning element to it. So you go up to the state to the stage, like we're going to move, right? So they're going to say, I'm going to try this target. I'm going to do this target. I'm going to do that target. But then we're going to back up and say they range. Okay. That's 1659 for that one. You know, that's, that's 17, that's 19, and, you know, 2,000. So now you got those targets. And you can say, okay, one round per, and what am I doing? And do a follow-up. I would say give them no more than three. 
And then from there, you take like a little mini break. And now you start looking at the conditions and you start saying, where, where did we pick up? Where did we fall down? What did we see? What did we miss? And because we're doing it in real time, I mean, it would it actually be calling like an admin in a match and then going to your next stage. You know what I mean? So you're going to go to a match. You're going to shoot the stage. Then you're going to stop. You're going to analyze it. You're going to look at it again and probably shoot another round or two at it and then move on to the next stage. Then you're going to run that next stage, stop, analyze everything, and then figure out what, what's going on with that. Um, and that's what I do with the ELR stuff. So it's kind of like, I do it live, but then I have the the you know the experimentation after to see. Well, it's either going to be the the hit, the first round hit, or it's going to be the miss, right? And so, why did we miss? Was it um, windage or elevation or a combination of both? And 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 that's what I'm going to be looking at. I'm checking X Y X Y, and I got to see what what's going on with that, but. It'll allow them to fine tune, and if they keep those better notes, they'll say, "Hey, you know, I was. It's a win call. This is the win call. It's a win call because maybe we can identify it. Because it, James is a good shot. I doubt it's going to be his fundamentals. It's probably going to be reading the conditions and then making sure his computer traveled well to my location." You know what I mean? Because if you're traveling to go to these, you got to make sure your computer and your software travels well. Again, in a process, not in an event. And you want to make sure that stuff's happening. So when you go from Alaska and it's minus 10 or whatever it is today, and you come here and it's 55, even though you have a zero from there and whatever, it's going to translate and then you can go do your job. Or to make sure that the data from up there translates to the data from down here. Uh, we'll probably play with the bullet seeker with a little. I know um, he's doing a norm and an XC, a 33 XC, 33 or 37. I think he's got both, but I, I don't know which one he's um, bringing. Uh, he's got all of them. But anyway, uh, it, 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 the norm was nice because we'll be able to do a little bit like with some of the factory norma stuff I have here and we'll get them all tuned up without wasting his really good ammo. So we could do some like, factory loads and, and make sure the chronographs are right. Make sure all that stuff's right. Like I'm going to try the bullet seeker on his gun. He's got pick rails and all that stuff. So we'll put the bullet seeker on it. And I'm going to aim that bullet seeker kind of make sure it's picking up. We'll use like some factory Norma for that. Then when he's ready and he's going live like a match, he'll use his loads, his ammo, and we'll go from there. This way we're not wasting his good ammo when we have sort of factory that we can set everything up with and and we'll bring cameras and different stuff and set it up i think it'll be a good little exercise i've done it with him before and it was an excellent exercise he shot really really well um i think he would do well in that context you know if he came down and shot more events but again this is the this is the kind of thing in for some people you know you have to just go out and do it like that it, it's it's it there's certain things you can do on your own and then there's certain things that you have to kind of go out and do under those other rules under those other conditions even like it's it's even down to like home range versus not 
you know, you're going to have a certain amount of, of skill at your home range that's not going to translate as well to somebody else's, you know. So that's that's one of those things that and, and that's kind of the stuff like Chris and I were looking at is how to solidify those processes so it travels. You know what I mean? And to simplify it, we're, we're, we're putting together a booklet right now. We, we recognize the need for a book lit or a workbook is a better way of putting it. Almost like an FMTM and like a workbook that isn't so much straight like, hey, A, B, C, D, my opinion is don't do this, do that. And instead do it more like, you know, the student without the skill of or the aid of reference will be able to do this. You know, hey, he's not going to be able to do that. He's going to do this and that kind of stuff. And kind of say, here's the lesson. Here's the drill. What's your score? You know, that kind of stuff to give you that ability to then improve. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's a constant evolution. It's a constant learning it's a constant um, adjustment to find what reaches a certain audience versus something else. Like I reach a certain audience who people who like my style. Chris has a certain audience and they like his style. You got Phil and Kalen have their audience in their style. Chris and CR2 and Chris and Chris and Chris and Chris with Ruben, it's Chris, 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 Ruben, uh, in, in, in CR2 over there, that's their style, you know, so everybody's got a style, and then you see how that style speaks to you, how it resonates with the people, and is it conducive to learning, like Mark and I have a style, that Hammer Forge Fundamentals works, that gets you that foundation, you're looking for a foundation, and once we have that foundation, then we can build any house we want on it. James isn't a PRS guy. He's not a run and gun guy. He likes ELR. So that's the house he's building on top of his foundation. He took a Mark and Frank foundation and now he's building an ELR house. You know what I mean? You have a good fundamental foundation and make sure it's all plumb square level, all those words that I don't know what they mean, but they mean straight, you know, that they're, they're a solid platform. And then that way you could build the house as big as you want. But if it was a crappy foundation, you got to, you're going to build a crappy house. You know, we talk about that all the time. And, and so that's, that's kind of what's going on with that. Oh dude, I'm bummed. I only had like six trick or treaters in this fucking place. I'm in like a huge housing complex. I bought like 300 pieces of candy thinking like there's so many kids running around here. I had like six. I mean, I know people around me turn their lights off and I'm in like the end, but it was like, God damn, man, six trick-or-treaters. I expected more. I was actually like looking forward to more trick-or-treaters this year and I didn't have any, um, as many as I wanted. Hey, did you guys go out and vote yet? I voted. Did you go out and vote? I voted this time. I didn't vote last time because I knew it was going to be a fucking scam. I didn't want to get in trouble. So, and it was a scam. What'd I tell you? And, and so now there are, people are looking now. I actually think this time, if somebody screws around too much, um, uh, that you're gonna, um, you're, you're, you're gonna see people 
get them this time, you know, see it. And it, it's, um, it, it, it's gonna, uh, it's, it's gonna end up, people are gonna get snagged because now they know, they know how things are going on. They know what's going on, but, uh, go out and vote. It, it's important. And our, our, I mean, look at all the crap they're doing. Like the New York is easy to point to with the the carry permits and the gun laws and things like that. Um, you know, so you, you, you got to get out there. I, we all got yelled at last night. You're You got yelled at too. Well, we got yelled at. The, the dad yelled at us. Our grandpa, I guess he's angry grandpa. Angry grandpa yelled at us last night. He's like, oh, you guys are bad. You guys are bad. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm bad. I was like, oh fuck. I went and I went and sat in the corner for our while but yeah we got yelled at last night that was pretty funny um but anyway so uh, over to the hide i gotta get on the live streams again they're sending out the christmas packages i'm getting like a 3d thing printed so i'm a little delayed right now but i'm having like a, a scope tool piece a bit tool it's a the sniper's hide logo 3d printed by that ethan one that was in these matches he's like the second amendment 3d kid he's young you know, and he's doing like a scope tool thing and you'll put the bit in and then you would like, you know, to do your stuff. But it's a, it's a thing. It's a tool. It's funny. It's cheap. It's easy. And so there we go. But it's 3D printed and it's, I'm supporting the 2A kid who's been selling stuff. That I, he made a table, like a tack table for Chris to try. It was one of the first plasticky printed ones that I've tried that didn't really flex. You couldn't move it. It was pretty solid. I was surprised. Um, he had a good pattern to it. And then they made Chris like a, um, a, a scope mount with three pick rails. It was out of metal, though. That was pretty cool. Um, but there's some good stuff coming out product-wise. New Year, I'm, I'm at, I got my thing for SHOT Show. I got my badges for SHOT Show. I'm only going to probably go... I'll show up Monday night and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and go home Thursday. Um, I'm not staying the whole time uh, as far as that. I'm, we're doing the Precision. Oh, uh, yeah, I should talk about the Precision Rifle Expo. Next week, Granby, Texas, Precision Rifle Expo. Let me see. Let me get details for you guys. Um, but, yeah, the, the Precision Rifle Expo. No. Let's get that. And I'm looking here. Precision Rifle Expo. Let's find this guy. There we go. All right. So 15 days away. And it is in, I got to find this location because that's where I'm kind of like um, messed up a little bit. So they're saying there's 36 to 42 exhibitors, live fire demos, night vision, uh, where the heck is it? Uh, where, where are they doing it? Does it say? Oh, here we go. Now I got it. The Triple C Shooting Complex in Navasota, Texas. This is an 800-acre location, so it's Triple C, CCC Shooting Complex in Navasota, Texas. That's where we're having it. It is like the weekend of the 19th, I think. And I'm doing my class, like I'm doing um, a WTF class. So what that class is going to basically be like, Emil Praslik's doing a win class. I'm doing a shot process style class that's going to have the fundamentals there because WTF, W win, target, fundamentals has the fundamentals there. And I'll talk about that. But just to look at 
our shop process and what we do in a fundamental thing. It's about a one hour talk. I'll answer some questions. I think they charge you like 20 bucks to do it, if that. Um, it's really, really good. I, I do like four on the weekend, uh, hour, twice a day. Um, but yeah, it's 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 not a bad deal. And Amos class for, on wind is very cool. I've sat in, um, but it allows you to go live and go hands on with products. Um, it you know what I mean? It allows you to touch things, shoot them like Shot Show, like Shot Show shit. I got my tickets to Shot Show. I'm going up there. It's really hard to get people in. You know the whole thing. It's not really hard. It's annoying. I mean, you're basically horse trading. Who's got badges? Who doesn't want to pay for badges? Who has extra? How many people in your company? Let's get as many badges as, you know, it's stupid. But then you go there and everything's locked up tighter than a drum. You know, no firing pins, no this. You don't get a realistic feel with a lot of stuff. You can look and kind of film and and point and ask questions. and, And yeah, and it's good for companies. It was designed for Bob's Gun Shop to go see what Bob wanted to buy for next year. You know what I mean? Really, it's just a sneak peek into what we're going to sell you next year and then you can sell to everybody else. And that's kind of how it always was. It was an industry trade show to go look at the newest thing. Well, then through viral media, social media, it gets popular. We had that highlight of everybody was doing a YouTube channel with SHOT Show. And, but the range days were still always shit. Like Mike and I did the range days and it was really fucking dumb and I hated it. And then not to sound really bad, but like we even did the, the LE attack range day that was supposed to be vetted and 90% of everybody that came in weren't from the U S and for us, like what we were doing with my high and AI, that's not their client. AI has an international group mile high was domestic in LA. Well, then when 90% of everybody who's coming by is not from here, you can't do anything with that. So we didn't go back. And and so now you go to the expo. Well, don't like the date. Don't like the time. Well, here we go this, but it's good because number one, you're seeing, it's like a match. It's like the atmosphere is more match-like because it's set up like a match. You know what I mean? It's very similar when you roll in. And then the tents there, and you can go in and do all that. There's food vendors. Then there's live fire ranges all scattered around. That range does one thing. This range does another. These ranges are doing something else, and it allows you to go hands-on and shoot it. You don't get to just look at a scope. You get to look through it and dial the dials and shoot a target and put it into context, put it into practice. I think for the precision rifle people, the guys like us, even the ones shooting comps, doing this, we're looking what to buy. The expo's better than the SHOT Show. I mean, SHOT Show is Vegas, don't get me wrong. Hard to get in places. You got to go ahead of time. You got to really, really, really coordinate unless you just kind of side up to any bar that is packed and you're not worried about people elbowing you and going here. But at the expo, you could say, hey, let's have lunch. Hey, let's have dinner. And it's right there. You're not like... Dave Walls and I would go to lunch every year at SHOT Show. We leave, go across to another place and sit down and have lunch each with each other away from the, sh- the show because it's easier. 
But here you could do all that with everybody sitting right there. You can have longer conversations, more meaningful. You can take somebody over and say, hey, I'm talking about this, 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 and that. Oh, okay, I'm not really sure. Well, hey, let's go over there. So-and-so's got something similar. Let's shoot it, and let's look, and I'll show you what I'm talking about. You could do that. And as it grows, you'll be able to do it even more and do it better and be able to release products and let people shoot. The only missing element would be you guys, the public. The public's got to come to make it worthwhile, and that will be what lowers costs for vendors to bring more vendors in. I mean, right now, the vendor list I'm seeing for the Precision Rifle Expo is good. I mean, it's really good. There's almost 50 vendors. Think of your 50 favorite Precision Rifle products. Odds are one of many are going to be there. You know what I mean? There's going to be, there's 50 vendors. And so go down the line. Everything like Lapua, Vitavori, and, and that guy, like, you know, because Capstone and, and, and Berger and all those people go. Applied Ballistics and all that and Kestrel and those guys go. So, you know, you think about it. You got barrels and stocks. Manners is going, right? So you, you, you got Gunsmith. I know I saw Terry. I, I'm sure Terry's coming back. You got Terry Cross, right? So boom, he's there. These guys are all there. All these things. And you could buy. They're letting you buy right on. Hey, I want that. I want to order it. I want to buy it. I want that. Buy it. You know what I mean? You could do that. And, and we're a shot show. You can't. I mean, yeah, you can slip slide, slippity slide all over the place. But you're, you're not going to be able to do what you could do at the expo. So I'm going to be at the expo in two weeks. It's like two weeks from this weekend. Uh, Texas, Triple C in Texas, Navasota, Texas. I don't know where that is. I never heard of it. I, I don't know you guys. Um, but anyway, that's where we're going. Um, and, and we're going to be at that expo and doing that. So what do we got going on? I got ELR this weekend. I'm shooting with James and Lonnie. I have um, the Precision Rifle Expo coming up. I'm going to miss the Guardian things because of just everything. I got to know. I got to go to Houston too. I'm not even going to mention this, but I got something else that came up and I'm not going to be at the Guardian and I'm not going to be at the uh, arena next week or this weekend, um, next weekend. I got something came up. Um, it's actually not good. And so I have to deal with that. And I'm dealing with that uh, probably after these guys leave. So Tuesday, Wednesday, and it's jamming me up. It's not a good thing. And I hate that I have to do it. So for the gathering, the guardian and that apologies to everybody there. It, it was the timing was kind of tight and I was like, okay, I'm all right. But then this fell in and this is not a good thing that I have to go do. Um, I, I made it tight because of this. I wanted to deal with James and Lonnie, Lonnie, especially Lonnie's older and him coming down to uh, here. I wanted to make sure I accommodated him. Um, and so that was like, my window was really small from that. But then something else happened, and, and it's going to close my window. And I apologize to everybody. Uh, the association and the gathering and stuff like that uh, just happened. But um, and, and it's not a nice thing. So anyway, all right, guys. I'm going to cut this one a little short. I, I have things to do, places to go, get set up with certain things. But I wanted to give you something to talk to, something to talk about what's going on. Uh, oh no, I have to answer your questions. Hang on a minute. Take that. I take that back. Holy shit. I forgot. I keep spacing on your guys' questions. All right. 
So let me go into the member comments, managing comments here. All right. There was somebody had great uh, questions, questions, questions. Um, People have been asking me about the hunting gear and this stuff. I, I, yeah, I'm actually getting a metric ton. Going into podcasting, and going into the... Here. Reset, rechange on the half hour. So we're close into the half hour here. But anyway, going into the podcast, everyday sniper podcast. And so, um, the hunt trip, like I said, got canceled. Everything got messed up with that. It, it was just a comedy of errors, and I know you guys are looking forward to that. And and it was it was a beg off, man. I just had to do it and and be like, nah, I'm gonna make that up and go do something else. Like I was looking at getting like a, a guided hunt. And it was like February up here, and they were like, eh, we don't recommend that. And there's only window we have right now. So we'll see with that. I mean, shooting something's easy. I'm not really too worried about that. But everybody that's kind of going into um into uh that is cool. Okay, Frank, you got me. I signed up for my first match in San Antonio. Never shot a match before, but it sounds like fun. Thanks for all. So are you probably doing San Antonio area, good down in South Texas. Guys, matches are cheap training the one day matches and the weekend matches you don't have to be a member of a series just go borrow stuff okay people like anybody who's been in my classes especially if you did like the two with the pennsylvania it's in my slides it's it says go shoot a local match but i'm telling you to support the local stuff support your local community and and just know you'll you'll do better and you'll learn it's cheap training it really is because you're being subject to someone else's rules and you're being required to step up on a clock right the fuck now. You know what I mean? So there's that. Anyway, shot Guardian Texas last year, shooting it again this year. Think the Guardian match is the most fun I ever had. Yep. Excellent, excellent. A lot of the hunting market gear is ran into some similar issues. Myself, all gear made to look cool and perform second. Exactly. Like you're hunting stuff and it's resonating. I'm getting a lot of feedback. Even the rifles, man. Like I said, that Bagara, too, to me, that's that is in 2022 to put a rifle in 300 PRC out with a barrel like that with no break is criminal. You know better. We all know better. Competition has taught you. I mean, these guys are like, oh, we're comp people. We're comp. We're going to do this, going to do that. And it's like, then you don't do the most basic shit. Oh, we got prs stuff. Our guys shoot prs We're prs guys. Then you put out garbage. It's like, dude. A break fucking works. Why not make this stuff more effective? You know, anyway, yeah, off my soapbox for that. But anyway, ass, like I said, hunt pot. Might not solve all your problems, but you really check out the Shields in Colorado Springs. It's a magical place at first glance. Shields, yeah, there's shields all over the place. Um, What do you think of the canted zero on the S3? I don't really know what he means by canted zero, but it works. I don't have a, I don't. Think the S3. So I, I'm shooting them all right now. I'm shooting the S3s pretty religious right now. The S3s on the Valkyrie, the 6 to 36. And then I have the 4 to uh, 25 on the Zeus, on the Terminus. So I'm pretty religious right now with it. I don't have an issue with it. And I'm reading a whole bunch of stuff that I. One. I don't see in mine, and mine aren't cherry-picked. I got them off the shelf like anybody else. I mean, when they came in with Mile High, they're just like, here, these are for, you know, Frank, go in and get two scopes, that kind of thing. But anyway, you know, oh, too much CA. I don't see it. Uh, I don't like the focus. 
I don't see it. Everybody who's got on my rifles think they're fantastic. So I'm not sure with that, but the zero on, it's, it works, man. It's fine. I, I didn't do anything different. It zeroed quickly. So I don't know what the canted zero problem would be. Anyway. Um, oh, that was weird. It sounded like my phone was ringing, but it's in my hand. Great episode. 35 mils of usable on a 28 base. Yep. I was looking forward to the hunt, how it works out next time. Great episode. I hope they come back to Colorado. Uh, the Guardian, that was for The Guardian. Yep, yeah, Gary's a great guy, man. Um, dude, Cameo is so booked. It is funny as shit. Uh, what brand of brass and primer are you using for the Valkyrie Lee loads? I agree, those 85.5s are the shiznit. Yeah, it's funny. So 85.5s, I got now from Chris some Starline brass, but I'm really, as everybody's heard, factory federal, and I'm just doing that with small primer, and blah, 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 and the 85.5. Now, it's just funny because... I was going through Facebook yesterday in the Pawnee local match again, local match. And Larry, who runs the Pawnee local match, was like, hey, um, I'm putting a spinner up. You 22s might not want to come. And the 22 GT guys said at 3050, we'll take it. Because so the 22 GT guys are at 3050. I'm at 3025. So we're right there together now. I'm tracking my Valkyrie with a 22 GT with cheap ass brass and ammo. You know what I mean? It's super inexpensive shit. And I'm I'm 27 and a half. That gives me uh 35, or that gives me the the uh, uh 30 25 feet per second. And I'm like 1.8 to the O jive um on my length. Anyway, there we go. Uh, Frank Dave from Cold War Institution. I'm with you. Fortunately, on the East Coast, unfortunate PS is the only game in town. We are working on getting something else going, and you're looking down the end of the road. We are going. We have already written a few matches. Uh, it's based off a find from range it, engage it. It's a blind stage. I'm not telling you how to shoot the stage. I'm just telling you what targets to engage and how you engage it. Just hit the target or don't. Exactly. Right? Slide up in there. You got four targets in there. Hit them. Boom. That's getting them thinking. You know what I mean? Now you're going. These guys got it, dude. You guys are thinking. See, it only takes a little bit. It's funny because every you go on the hide and these conversations on the PRS stuff are all, like, I'm knee deep. They're pages deep and they're all haters. Yeah, why do you even care? What do you care? You're not that. You don't care. Why you even do? But dude. It makes it better. It's stale. It's stagnant. These rants are not for no reason, and it's resonating. It's just you have to figure out who's it's resonating with. See, like Dave's got balls. Dave from Cold Boar's got balls because he came out in public, and he said, hey, dude, here I am. Yeah, we agree. Other people don't want to fucking get on the bad side. You know what I mean? Damn, we can see Dave's balls from Colorado. How about that shit? Fucking Dave's got some big balls. Yeah, nice job, Dave. All right, one shot federal and then new styling. Yep, that's for me. That's me. That's me. I'm answering my own shit. All right, good day, Frank and Chris. When we run PSL matches near the New York PF border, we're not sanctioned club. I'm the ones who makes the matchbook, ranges all the targets, determines the size of steel, and I find that if I am 
So just add elements to stages that stress realism, even something as simple as not providing the range to the target, I get a lot of resistance. I hear that's not really what the PRS is about. I think the PRS has gotten too big and everyone wants to be associated with it. Yeah, it's, it's fucking stupid. It's like you add real. Well, but that's, you know what? Make them do it. And, and so, you know, Chris there. Oh, no, that's he's talking to us. Dude, make them do it. Just do it. Don't tell them. Do it. Blind stage them. Do this stuff. Hey, put a blind stage in, and then just when the guys, anybody who likes it, hype them up. Anybody who doesn't, make them look worse. You know what I mean? Don't talk to them. Just ah, walk away from them and just stop talking to them. I don't like it. I remember when it's not what we're doing. Walk away and talk to the ones who liked it. And then what will happen is the click will fucking change. The tide will turn, just like Red Wave coming, right? Elections this week, next week. Red wave, it's going to change. Shit, shitty right now. We step up, turn the tide, change it. Go to your match, make it your match. It's your match. And you know what? Why are you ranging the targets for them? Why? I guarantee every one of those, you know what? Next time you have your match, don't say nothing to anybody. Just say, how many people own a laser range finder? If 80% don't raise your hand. I'll send you a gift bag of stickers and shit. Right? 80% is going to raise their hand. I got a razor. Razor. Rah, 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 rah. Right? So guess what? Let them use it. Let them borrow one. If you don't have one, you're welcome to borrow it. Go there. Find four. Range them and engage them. You can put things in front of people that are natural. That's what CD does. Competition dynamics, when they want to trip you up a little bit, they put the pin behind a bush. So you have to stand up to look over the bush. Put the target on the wrong side of the tree so the person has to move to see it better, to shoot it. I mean, you can even probably do something and give them like an indicator where the target is, but not give them an indicator of where it's direction of where it can be shot from. It's over here, but you... You, and I can see it and move to some place along that line, but it's not straight here. It's over here I'm straight. Over here I'm not. Dude, little things resonate. You know what I mean? Little things like that resonates with people. And it doesn't take changing your entire match. It's one less fucking tank trap. It's one little more movement it's moving from a to b maybe it's taking two stages and combining them into one giving them like a four minute time hack and then running between the two and just calling it one stage you know what i mean there's a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot of little things you can do 
That'll mix it up with people so it's not the same contrived thing. You can start throwing in, like you said, the sprinkling of realism. You're going to start back here. You're going to go through there. Then you're going to turn and there'll be a problem. Instead of three feet, drop a bag. 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 Three feet, drop a bag, slide over a tripod. Three feet, drop a bag. Three feet, drop a bag. Three feet, drop a bag, slide over a tripod. You know what I mean? The repetition, you got to mix it up. I mean, everything should be slightly... yeah, like slightly different. We always did. I don't get it anymore. You guys are killing these stages and it's repetitive. I mean, you're playing checkers, really. And every once in a while, a guy gets a triple move, you know, boom, boom, boom. Oh, look, I had a triple jump. But you guys are playing checkers right now. Fuck. Nobody wants to play checkers no more. Chinese checkers. You know, but anyway, that's that's what I got. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, I got a fancy spotter from Zero Tech in the Australian guys. Got a reticle, nice clean reticle. That was new. Um, Zero Tech's up and coming. They're trying to do some stuff. Making I could see Zero Tech becoming sort of Australia Vortex. It's a compliment. Talked to Vortex today. I sent two. I sent my both my Gen twos in to get looked at, just to be tuned up. My razors. Talk to Scotty Parks over there. I like me some Scotty Parks. And so I, I mailed in my razors and, and get them tweaked and looked at. Just a, it's been a long time. A lot, of, a lot of miles on them. I got to do that to my Schmitz. I, need, I got like two Schmitz that have to go in. I need to, call, um, I need to call Jerry and get my Schmitz in. Just bite the bullet and just send them. It's like, not like I'm using them right now. They're just sitting there. I still like my Schmitz uh, a lot. You know, I'm still a big fan of the old ones that I have. They, they always treated me really well, and and so they just need to be tuned up. Oh, I know one's shot. I, I think I killed one of them, uh, my, my original. But uh, anyway, there we go. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for being a part of the Everyday Sniper podcast. Thanks for hanging out on Sniper's Hide. It's busy, man. If you want to go hang out and do shit, um, I oh. Speaking of that, so with the PayPal stuff that came in, I got struck down by one of the um one of the people that says they're gun friendly is not so gun friendly. So I tried to get another credit card processor the other day. No. So anyway, there's that's where we are. But thank you guys. Have a good one, and we will talk to you soon. What do we want, Chase Elliott, or do we? I think we're gonna have to go with a Hendrix guy, Chase, huh? For the for the thing. For for the championship, I'm gonna be out on the range though. But uh, who who do we who do we, that was some crazy shit with um Chastain and his wall ride, huh? Holy cow, fucking Ross Chastain riding that wall into oh man, that was nuts. But I I think I gotta have to root for Chase for the win. But um, Ross was a hell of a move, man. That was pretty funny. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. See you guys out there in the world or on the hide. Cheers. <laughs>